0: hi this is karen smith one of the founders of the online community for ladies who play stringed instruments as well as women in the music industry fret sisters we host a weekly podcast on anchor if interested in interview contact us through facebook at fret sisters and send us your videos on instagram or youtube we look forward to hearing from you What is good everybody and welcome to between frets a space where female musicians meet and discuss all things music shawnee Sean here and i hope y'all had a healthy comfortable safe holiday including happy new year happy new year to everybody um those of y'all that get a chance to check out our social media at Fret sisters on instagram and facebook we have been featured of uh, the winter edition of guitar girl magazine Um, Big shout out to Guitar Gabby, the diversity editor, and the rest of the uh, Guitar Girl magazine team for inviting us to be a part of this edition. We all just ordered our hard copies of the magazine. Um, We are so proud and we are so happy. Um, It's just like a big moment for us. Even though individually, myself and Jenny Jam, we were in, part of Guitar Girl Magazine several times, but for us as collective, as a whole, as us, um, as us founders, it's very big for all of us. And make sure you get the copy, go to their website at Guitar Girl Magazine, or oh, you can just check it out, the digital copy and check it out if you like. It's just a big thing for us. Um, also, make sure you go to our website at freshsisters.com Check out the new merch that we had during the holidays. It's still available. It's still available. And make sure you can support us that way too. And also make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. And that will be a big help for us as well. So, we have a great show for you today. And on behind me and my screen, I get to chat with the award winning, talented, very humble, Kayla Waters. Of uh, she is actually based in the D.M.V. And when I first heard her sing and first heard her play, it usually I get when like get goosebumps on certain musicians that put their major feel in their in their music when they play in their instruments. Not only I got goosebumps, I was bursting in tears. And hope to God, my eyes were so messy. I was like, "Thank God!" I was like next time, I will get waterproof makeup so I don't have this problem. I'd be looking a hot mess with all this mascara and everything. It's a mess. But she is very talented, and she showed and it shows to me like more appreciation when it comes to composition and like being very creative and putting it's like her playing to me it's very anointing i love it so when we come back i'll get to chat with her so keep listening keep watching and i'll see you guys later bye you are now listening to season six of between frets My guest today is an award-winning urban jazz pianist, composer, producer, recording artist, and musical director who made Billboard history by becoming the first female pianist and composer to reign at the number one spot for six consecutive weeks. Wow. Um, Everyone, please welcome my guest, Kayla Waters. Yay! going on <laughs> how are you
1: all as well all as well
0: from behalf of myself the rest of my co-founders and partners of this we thank you for taking your time out to chat with us and getting into everybody wants to get to know you and, and yeah. how amazing that you are talented yes. very talented um yes. my first video that i saw you um was you was playing the piano and you was singing this beautiful song. Mm. When I first heard you sing, I was like, "Okay, vocals." <laughs> and then when you was playing and you was like the way you play, you was just mm. putting your heart and your soul, and you mm. just and you just like telling what the piano was saying, trying to find your voice in the piano.
1: And yeah. when you play
0: these chords and stuff like that, I was getting goosebumps everywhere, mm. and I was starting to cry. Oh yes. Like only certain musicians that I listen to that make give me goosebumps and cry. Yeah. That that shows true musicianship. And that's what yeah. I really enjoy. And I really yeah. enjoyed it so much.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, I just try to play with my heart and play with my spirit. And it's just a it's it's personal for me. And I just want people to feel my passion and feel my love for music.
0: Now let's get um, some of the questions that I have okay. for you and um, it's like what inspires you to do music and like what makes you fall in love with the piano
1: yeah um, well growing up I, I mean I come from a musical family we always had a acoustic piano in my mom's living room and I just remember I would always go in there and try to figure out how to play even though I didn't know how to play. I, I can still remember what that sounds like. I remember I was only playing the black keys because everything sounds good on the black keys. So I remember before I started taking lessons, I was just black keying it up. Um, and so I, I finally took lessons at six. and I just naturally fell in love with the piano. I kind of just stuck with that instrument. I never tried anything else and I'm kind of just like a, a one and done girl and I've i've just i have a beautiful relationship with my instrument it's like a part of me now and i mean i've been playing i'm 31 now and i've been playing since i was six but tinkling since i was a baby so it's just feels like it's a part of me um and i just fall in love with the instrument more and more each day
0: yeah that's what that's what it is when you like pick you put your hands on an instrument that you wanted to play so badly And you hear that sound come out of it. Right. It's kind of like you're introducing to it. Right. And then once you get to know it and build it up and build a relationship.
1: Right. And
0: then when you're in there playing, playing all these beautiful chords, like you, like if you write a journal or diary entry, like every day, you go into your instrument and have a conversation telling like how you feel today based on the chords that you are playing.
1: Right. Exactly. A lot of times, if I can't say something, I can play it better than I can say it. If I'm having a rough day, or if I if I'm feeling a certain way, what comes out of me musically is really what I want to say. So I get it.
0: Yeah, that it really is. Because <laughs> try not to mess up my mascara today.
1: Oh, girl, look, we're gonna be look. We're gonna both of us gonna be crying. I love it.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like get it together, get it together, Sean. Not today. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, can you tell us like what is your most memorable performance like in your whole career that like really gives you like that big highlight?
1: Ah, <sighs> that's a good question. Most memorable. Um, I'll have to say I played the Seabreeze Jazz Festival, which is in Panama City Beach. It's one of the largest jazz festivals in the country. Um I played that two years ago and I debuted as a Seabreeze rising star. So it was a couple of us. um, And it was really humbling to debut that stage. A lot of people play that festival uh, in my genre. It's a a really big festival. And I remember um, after I played, I I had like a standing ovation of almost 20,000 people. And I was just like, wow, you know. The music that I come up with in my little space at home and it's being heard in front of all these people. And most of all, my music is to glorify God. So they're experiencing the love of God through music. So that was just a, a humbling experience just to see and hear how my music, which is really music that God gives me, just to see how it has blessed other people. That's my me- that's my most memorable experience just to see wow all these people are are blessed by this music and you know that really inspired me.
0: Yeah that's kind of like the best thing about performing even before COVID and everything stop everything. Like being on stage like yeah like someone told me like your whole world is a stage.
1: Yes. And
0: every time you do something like you play your instrument or you're singing and someone else hears it and it might touch somebody even though it's like not you know wrong timings but when you hear them and right. it's like oh my god that's kind of brighten up my day
1: right and that's right. the
0: most powerful thing about music it's very universal as yeah it, it can be anything It can be a healing it can be something that will motivate you and lift you up in the morning and you know, or something mm. that you mm. know heartbreaks and bad relationships yeah. and yeah, everything like anything that you're going through, there's music, there's a song in there that can actually will go through everything, and that's what I love right. about that too. That is really like the most like very universal thing that, especially people that's going through a lot of mental health issues.
1: Yeah, I mean, music is a music is so powerful. uh it, I can't even explain it. Like you said, it can it can heal someone. It can. T- bring someone up, bring joy, bring peace, bring love, bring positivity. I just, I just think that music is such a powerful vehicle to influence and encourage people, you know, Mm -hmm. so I love it.
0: So tell us about um, your creative process.
1: Yeah, Um, I feel like my creative, my creative process is ever evolving. Um, But I'll just I'll just kind of walk you through what my creative process would be for writing a song um I always start at my piano acoustic piano baby grand for some reason I just feel I need to be connected to a living instrument so I always start at the piano um something about the wood the ebony the ivory the natural elements I just feel like it's organic and it's authentic um So I, you know, sometimes I'll hear lyrics if I'm writing a song that has lyrics, I'll hear a melody in my head, then I'll try to figure out some chords to it, or I'll just tinker around and come up with a melody at the piano. So I always get the the bass, the bass starts at the piano, whether it's chords, lyrics, melody, I get the foundation set at the piano, and I'm a producer as well. So then I come over to my studio area, which is my keyboard, I have my little two speakers and... I, I run logic pro so then i'll just lay the chords down in logic pro get the foundation hey this is the verse chorus bridge here's the format here's the structure and then i start to build around that i program key bass i program drums um all the special instruments i'm very visual i love um just i love painting i love storytelling i love um creating a visual for people to really see and hear and understand the 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 picture that i'm trying to paint um and so oftentimes a lot of my song titles there uh very visual they have a lot to do with nature uh, i love nature like my uh, album first album apogee had to do with outer space and uh, my second album was called co-evolve and the, the picture on that album is a picture of me underground and a little leaf coming out of the ground representing new growth in life and so i i have a lot of earthy elements in my music and so i love for the sounds and all the instrumentation to match the visual of what people see on the album cover so i honestly feel like i'm a painter of sound if that makes sense so it's it's a it's a very deep process um and yeah it's it's constantly evolving and i just i'm very into into what i do
0: well, speaking of co-evolve, which is what's my next question from your recent album, co-evolve. Can you give us a, a backstory about that album? And
1: yeah, absolutely. So, um, co-evolve came out October 26, twenty eighteen. Wow, I can't believe it's it's been three years already. Um, but that album was really personal for me. Uh, It started with me being away from social media for quite some time, almost eight months. Um, And I just, you know, I was working on myself, God was working on me. Um, And that album is really a reflection of personal growth. I think of songs like Little Mustard Seed, uh, Signs and Wonders, um, Heaven Said So, Full Bloom, representation of me coming out of the ground and blossoming and being who God created me to be. and then the ending with co-evolve, which is really, I'm evolving, but everyone else is evolving. So we're all evolving together, hence the co-evolve. So it was just a, a, I I feel that it was a self-realization album and I realized who I was, who I was called to be, who God created me to be. Um, and and, And in turn, I was hoping that my personal story would help others be who they, are called to be as well so it's a it's a personal a personal love story I say to myself and who God has created me to be
0: and I hope everybody will listen to that album and I heard like bits and snippets of it and I I, and I really enjoyed it and I'm gonna go back and put those in my playlist because Everybody in my house needs to hear all this. (laughs) (laughs) My kids, my boyfriend, my rabbit. Yeah, they need to hear all that. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, you actually have a new single called Open Porters. Um, Can you explain um, a little bit the backstory of that song?
1: Yes, absolutely. So I'll even start with the, the visual of it. It's a picture of me uh, standing with my arms stretched out wide, just reflection of the openness and then music notes the keyboard just floating out of my hands and um, ascending upward into the heavenly realm and so I came out with that song it's gonna be a song on my new album as well but I came out with that song um, just I wanted to write something encouraging and inspiring you know, with everything that's been going on with the pandemic, I still feel like there's hope. There's still space for us to believe. There's still space for us to prosper and receive blessings and flourish. And so Open Portals is a song about that. Opening up whatever you think is out there for you. It's it's open and it's available for you. And more importantly, God has it so we can have it. So it was an encouraging encouraging song to inspire everyone who listens
0: amen amen amen
1: yes, yes. <laughs>
0: um a lot of people um has different um routines when it comes to practicing with their instrument and learning their craft can you explain your practice routine with us and how mm. do you like get working on your craft and making it better
1: yeah well, I'm classically trained, so I feel that a lot of my classical elements are, you know, when I was studying at Howard, a lot of that still rolls over now. So even though I'm a jazz artist, how I'm how I practice and the regimen and the discipline of how I practice stems a lot from my classical training. Um, so it it's it's kind of formatted, but kind of not. So I'll say, okay, I'll spend a little time at the piano. Let's take my time. Let's do some slow practice. If I'm preparing for a show, I will run my performance straight down with my TV tracks and pretend that my band's with me. I will uh, do my talking points. And then at the end, I'll go back. And my piano professor, she used to call this kitchen work. You go back and you clean up all the problem spots that you had. So I run my show straight down. Then I'll go back, okay, I messed up the melody on that song. Let me go work that out. So I'm very meticulous and I'm realizing that even if I don't get the six hours in that I really would like to, which is what I was doing in college, I, you know, I had a lot more time back then. I'm super busy now, but if I have focused practice, even if it's just one hour of focused practice, it it's almost like a six-hour practice for me if I'm really focused and I'm like okay let's work on this or let's be really slow let's think about your fingering your technique you know then it just kind of works out so quality it's the quality for me for for practicing so I try to um be really detailed even if I don't have a lot of time because that helps in the long run
0: so kind of what is your influences? Because when I hear some of your like piano playing, um, it kind of reminds me of Alicia Keys a little bit because uh, she put the classical train what she learned from playing piano and she put it and made her own sound. You do the same right. thing with classical train and you put your own sound into it. So what is right. your actual influences?
1: Hmm. Oh, it's. I have a lot of influences. My dad, of course, he's a big influence of mine. My dad, um, he's a saxophonist. He's also a producer. I learned a lot about production from my dad. I learned a lot about formatting songs from my dad, having a strong melody for a verse, strong melody for a chorus, having a bridge. So I learned the basics of songwriting just from growing up around my dad. Um, George Duke is another big influence of mine. Great piano player, uh, great producer. Um, he was very innovative with his sound, uh, with his production style, and I think I am as well. Um, in my genre, um, a lot of my melodies, many people have told me for my genre, my sound is very unique, it's not the standard progressions that you'll hear in most of the songs so I try to infuse unique harmonies with catchy melodies um, to make my stuff stand out and um, of course classically trained so I I love music of uh, Chopin, um, Maurice Ravel, some of the great classical composers, Beethoven so a lot of my harmonies I think come from my understanding of theory and harmony based off of the classical pieces that I've learned. So that unique sound comes from, you know, just studying the classical composers, how they went from key to key and ended up coming back to the home key. So I, I think a lot of that classical influence comes out in my sound as well. And then growing up in church has also been very influential as well um, for the inspirational tone that my music has. So I'm a jazz artist, but it's got the inspirational tone and that just comes from me loving God and me growing up in church. So my inspirations are just a huge melting pot. (laughs) And then now I'm just creating my own sound with all those influences.
0: Good to know your roots. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. You got to know your roots.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Well, if you can tell yourself maybe 10, 15 years ago, what would you tell, like what advice you will tell that yourself 15 years ago?
1: Okay, so let me see. 15 years ago, I was 16. And you know what's funny? When I was 16, I... I've always been the kind of girl I've always known what I wanted to do, even at a young age. I knew when I was a teenager that I wanted to be a musician. I didn't know I was going to be a solo artist now. I thought I was going to be more of a touring musician. Like I thought I saw myself playing behind Alicia Keys and I didn't know I was an artist. and, you know, kind of growing up and even through college, you know, people would always say things like, all she does is talk about music or all she does is talk about the piano or all she does is play piano and, you know, things like that. So I kind of, I, I shied away from my passion. I shied away from my true identity. And I knew that me playing the piano and how I played the piano made me unique. I'm extremely passionate. It's I have a huge draw just from playing because just my energy the spirit within my music Um, and I kind of I tried to hide that because I I felt that people were picking on me because of that so if I were to tell myself something 15 years ago I would say be who you are don't be afraid it's okay to be different and it's okay to be unique and now 15 years later I can clearly see, you know, I I caught up on my identity. I've embraced it. I've accepted it. I know I'm super passionate. I know I'm super creative, super unique, and I'm just comfortable with who God created me to be. And I think growing up, I wasn't always comfortable, but I would tell myself, hey, it's okay to be different. It's okay to be unique and just be who God created you to be.
0: But that is a great advice because a lot of girls and women that... Talk to me about um, how do you do this and how you do that, and 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 there's a lot of um, different ways everybody does it their way very differently, and right. and that's this kind of like that was kind of like a great advice to those that wants to go through music and learning how to market themselves because with this industry which is very mm. male dominant, given these, yeah giving these yeah. stupid standards. About how women should be marketed in order to get, you know, sales.
1: Right, right.
0: And it's right. kind of hard and it's uncomfortable with people because that's not what they want to be. They don't want to be very mm-hmm. sexy and appealing. They want to be more like themselves.
1: Right, right. There's that's girls,
0: a- there's women like there, they're like tomboys and they can still make great music.
1: Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Like you can go say- on
0: stage. Like you can go on a stage for instance. You don't have to be very dressy, dressy, dressy like. People no. walking around in stage with sweatpants and, and some drawers to call it a day
1: right and that's who that and that's who they want to be and like you said it's I think society and even social media has created this culture where it's like you got to look a certain way you got to be a certain way you got to say certain things you got to dress a certain way in order to to quote-unquote make it or to get a sale and you know I'm not selling myself short Bump a sale. I want to be who I'm created to be, you know. And I want to, like you said, I want to wear what I want to wear on my shows, and just be Kayla. And I feel like everyone should just be themselves. That's how most artists are. That's that's how we stay authentic and stay true to ourselves. So I definitely agree with that.
0: Yeah. So besides the the single, you said you're going to put out a new album. Or you're putting out a new album next year or you got any upcoming gigs that we should all look out for
1: yes so i'm working on my third album i don't have a i don't have a release date yet it's not done but i am about halfway done so i have a couple more songs i want to write and produce so i'm hoping uh q2 of 2022 will have a new album out um, For me, um, this coming year, I'm doing a lot of tour dates with my dad. Uh, I'm doing a lot of Kim and Kayla Waters shows. Um, I'm actually going to be in the DMV area uh, playing at Rams Head um, in Annapolis with my dad on August 28th, I believe. So that's a, uh, for anybody who's in the area. Um, That's definitely something to look out for But we're doing a lot of festivals We're at Seabreeze again this year Rehoboth Beach Jazz Festival in Delaware Uh, We're in Dallas We're in Cali, San Francisco Uh, I'm going to be adding All my 2022 dates um, Before the end of the year Is out so All my dates will be up on my website uh, So people can check those out as well
0: Well I hope You'll come to Philly (laughs) I hope you will come to oh, Philly
1: yes I, you know there's a um, venue that I do uh, with uh, Gerald Beasley he's a great bass player uh, he runs this venue uh, he runs a series in Philly um, called The unscripted series, and it's at South. I don't know if you've heard of South, up a Broad Street, but it's a really nice venue. But I do play that, so hopefully, I'll get a date at South Jazz Club next year too.
0: (laughs) Yay! Because I really want to. I really want to go and see you live. Finally, I would say finally, and I will take my boyfriend with me because he's also a musician. Oh, keys was actually his. Yeah, keys was his primary instrument. And he been playing around different instruments, like mainly bass. We've been playing together for almost five years. And he loves okay. to hear jazz because he wasn't a jazz band. So I Ooh. definitely will bring him
1: and yes. enjoy
0: the good music. Because yes, sometimes these radios these days, when you hear on the radio, it, it sounds like gibberish. Yeah. I'm like, sometimes yeah. I don't even understand what they say. I'm like, what are they saying? Are they I mumbling or anything like that? I'm like, this is not good music. What is wrong with millennials these days?
1: Right. Or then there's like no melodic content. I'm like, well, what's the melody here? I'm like, well, what, what are we singing here? Are we just... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, i like, okay, good chord progression. Nice. Pretty. But when you actually hear what they're saying, I'm like, what the heck?
1: Come on. Oh, crazy lyrics or right, right you can't make out what they're saying yeah i was <laughs> like
0: i just miss i'm like an old so i miss good music back in the day yes
1: yes i have like
0: is. old school music like tina marie i love tina
1: yes marie, my
0: favorite singer of all i love yes. i love the the whispers the stylistics
1: oh my god girl the
0: eisley yes. brothers
1: Yes, give me give me seventies and eighties music and nineties music, and I'm good. Now after two thousand, I, I kind of fell off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but sometimes I might get ratchet. I might mix
1: that in there a little bit, just yeah, a little just, bit. Just, just throw a
0: little, just, just throw a little sprinkle of that in yeah, there. Just a little That's sprinkle down. of the ratchetness, but but sprinkle. Come in, come on back with the where you came from, the roots. <laughs> That's right. Come on. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Um, can you tell our listeners like where to find your music and your social media, so everybody can like follow the the amazing talented person that you are Ooh, and how humble yes. you are? And
1: yes, absolutely. Well, all my social media handles are at. I am so at I am, K- I am Kayla waters my websites I am Instagram I am I am Kayla waters same thing with my Facebook page Facebook.com slash I am Kayla waters so I just got that centralized centralized title for everything
0: well, I will make sure that we will put your social media handles, your website everything like that on our, sh- our notes and stuff like that descriptions where people will follow you and uh, that's, it. <laughs> kind of, oh, that's it so I would like to thank um, Kayla Waters for joining in with us um, see, see, see that lovely, she is so pretty thank you and I hope Y'all see us in the next episode. Until then, I am Shawnee Shorn, And thanks for watching.
1: Bye. Bye Bye-bye.
0: What's good? This is LaCole Rose from Fret Sisters. Please don't forget to follow us on IG at Fret Sisters. You can also follow us on Facebook at Fret Sisters. If you'd like to be featured in a podcast or simply have any questions, you can email us at Fret Sisters Music at gmail.com. As always, thank you for listening.